downtown is a good place to bring better buddies. It's it's been so long. I don't actually know how it's uh, how it's uh, how it started. So it might hello and welcome to Better Buddies. Oh, thank you. Okay, so let's <laughs> let's try that. But me, because I'm the host. Wait, what if what if, what if you're the host and we're just here? That sounds like work. We okay. Have to actually care about this. Oh, do you have to actually episode. read the show notes? <laughs> yeah, like, I then have to care about like. <laughs> Order of like the different segments and actually trying to hit yeah. segments. Listen, who, who actually tries to hit segments in the segmented, planned out podcast? That sounds if, lame. If there is one thing Calvin is passionate about, it is apathy, and you don't get in the way of a man's passion, bro. Apathetic bitches. That's what we are. That's what we should no. rename the podcast to: is apathetic, apathetic. bitches. Can you have a curse word in the title of like a public podcast? Yes. Yeah. We could just put the asterisk in, in place of the I, and then it's like literally it's a, it's a, it's a Will Shatner, yeah, you know, TV show. <laughs> <laughs> That's what. But apathetic bitches also sounds like one of those podcasts where a couple girls sit around talking about their like body counts. That's literally us. That's what we do. That is, that's the opposite of what we do. <laughs> the exact no, 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 no. Because we're literally just like, oh, yeah, zero. And then we just talk about that for like three hours. <laughs> this is the start, right? It's already started. We're yeah, it's already started. started. I was just trying to like lead into it. So he has some like B-roll footage. Um, I expect this all to be left in, RJ. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this is the start. What is if the, it's okay. not, then we're gonna have to. Yeah, we're gonna. What, what, we're going on strike. What is the? Uh, what is that podcast that's like super famous with those two chicks? I think it's. Is it Caller Daddy? Is that? The oh one? yeah, yeah. That's like Barstool, right? Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, I never. I never listened to it really. I I heard about the barstool stuff, or I heard about like their... that's the, yeah. That's how that's how I heard about it is when the whole controversy stuff with barstool sports came up. I had heard about them before, but uh, I don't know, man. I think like I don't know. It grossed me out a little bit. Like anyone who like makes their whole life about sex like grosses me out a little bit. It's like the same kind of sleaze that coats somebody who makes their life about like. Like you see all those YouTube channels where the whole point is that they just like smoke weed and they just like review that and it's like ugh, like it's kind of gross. I don't know, but I mean, if they're happy, I hope I hope yeah. they're happy. Like if they're happy doing it, like I won't. Uh, don't let me dim dim your light. No. Yeah. Oh well, that's that's a great uh, lead into the actual start. Of the podcast, are you guys ready? Actual start? No, I'm we so definitely ready. started. No, 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 yeah, no, 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 no. But like, right. but like the, the the title card, you know, we got the. Oh. We got. Oh God. Jesus Christ! Ow! Who was Whoa. that? <laughs> Who was that? What? James, what the was like that? At us, there was a demon, dude. Oh, it's the Japanese oni that chased our lantern through the it's forest. The ghost in the machine. Oh <laughs> my yeah. God. I'm actually a complex AI system. I live in this microphone. I knew it. 
Yeah, exactly. Holy shit, guys. Episode 51. Can you imagine that next week will it'll be a year of better buddies? I yeah, I again, like I said in the last podcast, I thought that this had been going <laughs> for, for like a couple years so i don't know that i'm not trying to slam the podcast and be like oh this is going on forever but like, it felt, like <laughs> it, it felt like it had been going on like longer than than this but yeah it's it's pretty cool like i'm, well, I'm I mean, happy to be for... fair to be fair this last year has felt longer than just a single year so that's yeah, that's that, that, yeah. into it <laughs> it's true the past the past few I don't know. Everything was pretty normal up until about March. <laughs> Everything was pretty Yeah, pretty March. Regular. March was so, uh in mid March we stepped into the alternate. We stepped into the uh I don't know, what do they call it? It's like the the anti Twilight uh, Superman. Yeah. Oh, Bizarro like World. Bizarro World. Bizarro yeah. World. Yeah, we yeah. stepped into like Bizarro World. <laughs> That's it. That no, somebody said that like a week ago that I was talking to, they literally said those exact same words. That's crazy that you say that. Uh-huh. It's just, it feels weird. Like, there's definitely times where I look around and I'm like, am I getting punked? Like, is this a movie? Like, is this it's the like... Truman Show. It's the is this actually... Show. Like, God <laughs> damn it, dude. Is, is this actually, like, real? Because it's, like, one of those things where you're looking around at, like, the news footage and you're like, this looks exactly like every disaster movie i've ever seen before and then you just get all those bad vibes where you're like oh fuck like there's always that period in the disaster movie where like the disaster is kind of happening but it's not bad enough for anyone to really freak out about it so they're like oh it'll be fine like we'll just we'll deal with it and then it actually happens and then like 80 percent of the world's population dies or whatever john cusack has to outrun a uh uh, an earthquake in a limo. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Can you believe the la like the last line of that movie of a multi-million dollar Hollywood blockbuster was um Daddy No More Pull-ups? Can you he doesn't that? respond to that? I don't think so. That's that's awesome. Maybe he says like maybe he says like oh good like good for you or maybe there's like a voiceover but I'm pretty sure either way you're right it's like the final exchange of main with between the main characters yeah it's so because there's the whole plot line where it's like oh she's like she's still wetting herself or whatever and it's like okay I I guess that's um I guess that's an original character oh, defect hold on <laughs> hold on hold on can we just talk about the fact like could you imagine getting potty trained during the apocalypse like if I, there's any time to be excused yeah. for not being potty trained just during the apocalypse like full grown adults are <laughs> shitting their pants for, with what's happening and then this little girl's like daddy no more pull ups <laughs> like we have bigger issues there's, bigger, there's no more toilets I wear you diapers now like literally <laughs> I shat in the corner shut up kid literally literally only 500,000 people are left alive <laughs> we have other things to worry about uh, like so is potty training is that like in the apocalypse does it even matter because can't you just go anywhere So don't. that's what I'm like, saying like I literally is, just Literally just shat yeah, in the like, corner. Like, like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> there's no there's I mean, no toilets. It, it matters toilet. more though for like bedwetting because you can't exactly wash sheets as easily. That's true. And someone who's like gonna wet the bed, like when you can't just go down to the Walmart and buy new sheets, like when sheets are a pretty precious resource, that's uh 
That's pretty bad. That's and your like, only water uh, source might be radioactive, so you can't exactly wash things. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's an executable offense right there. It's like, <laughs> that's our bed sheet and our roof, you brat. <laughs> Exile. <laughs> Wait, okay, so... We're not I feel any of the starter segments. Yeah, this, are we? I I, f- I feel like we had enough of an icebreaker with talking about potty training and shitting our pants in the apocalypse. But <laughs> let's 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 at least adhere to what RJ has put forth to us. Uh, yes. But I should probably start by saying hello, welcome to the fifty-first episode of Better Buddies. I am. It's in. It hit. What? <laughs> what did you just say? That was like Eight the cold in. open. That was like the cold open. That was oh, like, there we go. That yeah. The <laughs> where they roll the open credit. That's the cold open. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Live from New York. It's Saturday night. You know that, like that. Oh, <laughs> yeah, like that. Wednesday night, Wisconsin. All right. And Michigan, you fuck. Oh, it's like but it's the it's the UP though, right? So it's basically it's Wisconsin. By Northern Wisconsin. It's connected to us. It's our Upper Peninsula. That's what I'm, I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. It's basically Wisconsin. Like what? I don't know where they get off. Also, I'm not gonna lie, you guys. There's some. There's definitely some like subtle Wisconsin racism that goes on here. They're they're a little they're a little <laughs> probably not that subtle. It's probably yeah. not subtle. Can we? Okay. Can I please? Can I finish the intro? Yeah, I need to I'm introduce sorry. you guys. <laughs> Yeah. My, I am the guest host, Maddie underscore misplays. I just got cheered fifty biddies. I am streaming this on Twitch right now. Uh, Maddie underscore misplays or Matthew. Uh, thanks for the bits, Fruity Trig. Uh, with me today is uh, Calvin and James. Uh, everybody say hello. That's great. Awesome. <laughs> Perfectly executed. We planned it beforehand. Down to the wire. <laughs> just we were talking about hello. everybody. I don't know who hello. that. Is. I thought that was everybody else. Yeah. Some some guy said hello outside my window. So everybody else. There said we hello. go. I apologize. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hello. hello, I'm James. That's my name. Just for I thought I was James. You can be James if you want to be. We'll switch. I don't know that I want to be James. Yeah, I don't know if I want to be either. It's fine. <laughs> it's always up for debate. Awesome. Uh, I'm just going to take another quick pause here just to explain to my Twitch chat. Uh, hello, welcome everybody, Fruity Trig Falcon. I am doing a podcast, so I probably won't be reading uh, chat as much. Um, that's just how it's going to go. Otherwise, RJ is going to yell at me because he's going to have a lot of editing to do. Okay. Actually, you know what? Maybe I should just read chat in the middle of this. Do you guys <laughs> want me to read chat? Yeah. I mean, he's been, he's been doing this for a year. <laughs> he's... I don't know why. I just had this thought. Do you, do you think the guy who made Jesus's cross thought that some guy was going to have to carry it? You know what I mean? <laughs> Can we not? RJ is typing in the chat like he's, he wants us to get this done. <laughs> Yeah, he's yelling. He's gonna yell at he's us. Gonna he's gonna yell at us so bad. What a time to join. Hello, JY song. All right. All right. So we'll, we should go to the first talking point. Then, we should at least hit the, the recommend. So, first one up yes. Better Buddies recommends. I, I do Intro, wanna... Matt. Intro it. I, you know what? I didn't want to talk about trees anyway. I'm always watching Wazowski. Always oh, watching. Always, always, always watching. watching. 
I, I feel like talking about the apocalypse is always a great icebreaker, so we don't have to talk about trees. Um, yeah, we, we might as well just uh, talk about advice. So Better Buddies Recommend is yeah. just where we talk shit for an hour, and basically <laughs> if you glean any sort of advice from it, that's well, that's great. when we give you the media we like. That's that. Oh yeah. You see. Oh, see. Uh, why am I guest host? I haven't been doing this for like a month now. Oh, better buddies recommend. We should recommend a piece notes. of. Imagine <laughs> reading, dude. I forgot how to read. Okay, let's let's start this over. Hey, editor. Uh, better buddies recommend where we recommend a piece of media to enjoy. I will uh let. Uh, Calvin start because he clearly knows what this segment is and I don't so I need to think about it for a bit hell yeah alright uh, I actually have one to start with right away. I don't have to quickly come up with one on the spot uh, I recently just started rewatching some episodes of uh, Stargate SG-1 which is <laughs> a freaking fantastic TV show so for those of you that may not know it's a sci-fi show um, that uh, I think it started. There was a movie with oh, uh, who was it? It, uh, it was Kurt Russell, right? Fun yeah, fact, I believe the same guy. Who, I I believe it was directed by Roland Emmerich, aka the same guy who did Independence did Day. Did Stargate? I think wow. he did. I think he uh, did the Stargate. Yeah, it was directed by Roland Emmerich. Wow, that's fucking funny. Yeah, it's got James Spader and Kurt Russell. But yeah, never seen that movie. Um, <laughs> it it bombs. I'm pretty sure, didn't it? Like it mm-hmm. it did it. It did not do well. So naturally, they turned it into a TV show because yes. that just makes sense. Because, uh, yeah. <laughs> but um, the TV show is fantastic. Stargate SG One. It's got my absolute favorite actor in it, Richard Dean Anderson, oh, yeah. um, who is just amazing in his in the role. And yeah, it's basically about um the there's a device alien device that's found on earth called the stargate which is basically a giant ring that opens up a wormhole and lets you to travel to other stargates around our universe so it's like a door that just allows you to instantaneously travel to other planets and yeah it's about them fighting aliens and exploring our galaxy and it's really good it's kind of like uh it's kind of like Starship Troopers meets like Star Trek almost. It's like, and uh, I only think Starship Troopers because the more military like aspect of it. Like, it's I definitely. I mean, I guess, but like, it's um, it it's it's a lot. It's less sats. It's not satire in any way. It's way more serious. Yeah. Um, and there's some really good morals. Um, that they there's some episodes that are really hard hitting. Uh, that go into some really interesting topics. Um. So it's it's enjoyable. Um, like I said, there's some good morals stuff, and it's just it's just funny. Richard Dean Anderson is a really good actor. Like the episode guy. I was watching today, to a quick summary, is like there's this guy that comes in contact with the alien device. He's just a civilian and like is able to. It's like this is like season eight. He's able to like throughout the past seven years which is like the length of the show has been going. He's like had these almost like psychic visions of what's going on with Richard Dean Anderson's character um, because it's like this alien device that he accidentally came in contact with. And he just shows up and they figure all this stuff out. 
and they're and they figure out that the device is causing it and they're like wait so shouldn't you have been able to see what he was doing as well and Richard Dean Anderson's character just looks at the other guy and he's like so bowling Thursday huh and everyone's just like wait so you've been seeing visions of a barber in Indiana for the past seven years and you never told anyone and he's just like yeah I did I'm sure I did everyone's like no you didn't absolutely not oh my god it's good they uh there's like there's two other spin-off shows stargate atlantis ran for four seasons it was good um stargate universe is completely different that one went way more drama so it's not my favorite uh stargate atlantis was also got uh jason momoa I think that's one of the earlier things he did. Wow. How As Aquaman? Yeah. All right. What about you guys? What are you guys going to recommend this week? Uh, I... Yeah, James, you go. Okay. I, I'm going to recommend... Um, I've been re-watching a show that I really enjoy as well. I've been uh, re-watching Gravity Falls. Um, and nice. Yes, it is a great show. Um, I would say... Like next to it's almost kind of like the Avatar the Last Airbender of like Disney cartoons. Um and almost in the opposite way where like Avatar the Last Airbender was more kind of like drama and adventure, um, like action adventure type stuff. Whereas like Gravity Falls is kind of more like slice of life, um, mystery, um, little bit of drama, but it's it's just a really it's a really well written like smartly written show kind of like avatar in that sense where it treats its audience like like it's definitely a kids show but it still treats its audience like pretty intelligently and there there are a lot of jokes like in it where it's like holy shit i can't believe they actually like made that joke um it's nothing like too crazy but you're still like jesus this was on disney channel this is insane there's like and even some of the like more supernatural elements of it because for for anyone who doesn't know like gravity falls is basically about uh it's a it's a two-season uh animated show that's about a brother and a sister who move um for the summer they go to live with their great uncle in the pacific northwest in the small town called gravity falls which is kind of home to a number of like supernatural paranormal type <clears throat> of activities and events and it basically uh follows them just kind of like coming into contact with these like anomalies and starting to solve mysteries and realizing like that there's something bigger at play um all while kind of also dealing with like normal like preteen coming of age type of stuff and it's just it's really really well done um it's it's got a lot of heart to it which can be really difficult and i actually think it balances um it's got some of that like weird quirky humor it and i'm using both of those terms both in the positive and the negative um i think like it can be difficult to balance that <clears throat> kind of quirky humor sometimes it just gets so grating and there are plenty of shows that have come after gravity falls that definitely try to mimic that style and it just kind of feels forced um but i don't know i i i, I think gravity falls does it well i think uh they did a really good job with it and um i totally recommend it for anyone who hasn't seen it absolutely yeah. uh, i've heard i've heard good things i i remember trying to watch the first episode a long time ago and it never really grabbed me no, i've been meaning to give it another shot 
there is um the nice thing about the show is that so it's only it's only about maybe 40 episodes because it's two roughly 20 episode seasons and they did that by design where the creator was basically like i want to tell an actual story i don't want to just kind of milk this thing for like eight seasons um so which is very nice and it's nice too because like the more you get into the show the more like because i do remember in the in the opening episode like in the pilot it's kind of like very generic like oh there's a mystery here we're gonna have to solve it and the more you get into it like the more um specific that mystery becomes and the more compelling it becomes because the story actually starts to emerge a little bit the characters definitely mature and advance and grow develop do all that stuff also there is like i'm pretty sure alex hirsch who is the like uh creator of the show and also does like probably five or six different voices in it at least um i'm pretty sure he's like a closet like cultist or he's like really into some of that shit because like there are some like from one kind of closet occultist to another or i should at least say just enthusiast there's a lot of like iconography and symbology that is like jesus christ dude like this is like this is like genuine like creepy shit like it's kind of basic they use a lot of the like all-seeing eye and pyramids mm-hmm. shit like that but there's other stuff that they start to kind of reference or touch on where it's like oh my god like i, I was not thinking i was gonna find like these references in this show so um it's also famous too because there are a lot of like puzzles that you can solve within the show itself the show is very like quote unquote dense in that way there's a lot going on like and you definitely get more the more you rewatch it because you just kind of notice stuff um and there's it, it became really popular because they leave like ciphers in the beginning and the end of each episode that <clears throat> people would like decode and solve and do all this That's kind of funny. stuff yeah so it's like it's one of those where it's like there's a lot of stuff for a lot of different people so i would i would definitely encourage it again i'd I would definitely put it on par, like, with Avatar The Last Airbender. It's not as, like, grand, but it's, it's like, for, 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 like, just a kind of a cartoon cartoon, it's, like, wow, this is, this is really well done. So, that's my rec. That's where that meme of the guy that's, like, at last, I've got all of them comes from, right? And it's, like, the four books, and they usually put something else there. Mm -hmm. Oh, yep. I, didn't, I, totally I always enjoyed that. that one. That one can be pretty good. Yeah, and uh, J.K. Simmons um, is in it. He 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 plays a character, a recurring character. So, nice. I mean, if that means anything to anyone who's listening, like definitely, definitely check it out. Go go watch Gravity Heck, Falls. Yeah, Does just start yelling at him about their tempo being off. A hundred percent. Every time, that's what he yells at. He yelled at Batman uh, because his tempo was off. Um, oh yeah. That's what he was doing. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was he was Commissioner Gordon, right? I'm upset. Give me pictures of Spider Man. That's Spider Man. Oh, that is him. Yeah, okay. Yep, um, that's uh, yep, yep, yep. Um, you say Commissioner I, Gordon. Like, I don't think I he's still think, I still think he, one of. I'm one pretty of, sure he is in one of the recent ones, right? No, that's uh. Oh, what's his name? No, that's not uh Gary Oldman. Yeah, Gary Oldman. No, no, because that's Christian Bale. I'm talking Justice League. Batfleck. 
Oh. Oh, is he really? I'm pretty sure. I'm gonna look it up, but I'm pretty sure. He is, yeah. Oh. Well, he. It's weird because he did a bunch of like training for that role, and then I heard he was only in like a few scenes. Like he got fucking ripped, and then, and then he was only in like a scene or two. So I, I mean, never saw Justice League though. TBF. So. Well, yeah, let me uh, take this uh, Better Buddies Recommend segment as an opportunity to recommend that you watch not the Justice League, but a better DC movie. See, I, I, I watched The Killing Joke because uh, it's on Netflix now. Uh, that's a super dark one, isn't it? Yep, that's it, it's really short. Uh, but oh, bye, James. Goodbye, yeah, James. <laughs> oh my god. Hello again, James. Yeah, I'm sorry, my mic disconnected. That'll probably happen a couple times. No, that's fine. Apology. I actually shut off all of that sort of noises, so RJ doesn't have to edit those out. Um But yeah, no, uh the killing joke uh is the is the one where well yeah. Joker escapes from Arco and shenanigans occur. And then, um, yes. but it's super well made. Uh, Kevin Conroy is just—he is the Batman. He, like he is probably one of the greatest Batmans that have ever graced the role. Sorry, James. What what were you saying? No, I was gonna say too. Uh, it's funny. I've actually got. So, are you talking about the? Your is that an episode of the animated series from like the nineties? Then, because. Um, I know that the killing joke, and I've read it before. I've actually I'm looking at it right now on my desk. It's uh, it's uh that famous kind of Ellen Moore um comic where it, it like Batman is or uh, uh Joker escapes from Arkham, right? Like you said, and then Batman has to go kind of like track him down, and that's where you get like the Joker backstory. And a lot of people credit that with kind of the modern. From what I've heard, they credit that with the modern kind of revamping of both, um batman and the joker where like uh because that's the whole the whole idea behind it is like all it takes is one bad day um like the joker was like a decent guy or something he was just like a dude who was trying to kind of make his way in the world he was actually like struggling comedian um his like his wife or something his was... fiance his fiance was pregnant yeah and he owed some money to people or he did a job with somebody and yeah he bad. did a he did a job as as the Red Hood. Um, yes. Yeah. He, he he needed money uh, because he wasn't making money, and he, you know, he was in sort of a rough spot. So he joined a gang, and they enlisted him as the Red Hood. And uh, I don't I don't want to talk too much about it because we've already talked a lot about <laughs> you know Stargate and um, and the other and Gravity Falls. Uh, um, no, I see. I I don't like. If you want to learn more about it, you should watch it. That's what the segment is for. Like, I yeah. recommend that you watch it. I'm not going to talk too much about it. Like, that's, you know what I mean? No, definitely. It's something or, that you or... have to watch to understand the depth of what happens. You know what I mean? Like, oh, there's yeah. no amount well, of justice I... that I could like tell you or like say about it. And uh, you know, like I said. As far as the segment length goes as well, I think we should probably just 
get to like at least a few of the questions i don't think we're gonna hit all of the questions because some of them are you've read them i've read yeah. them they're well, not before we, before we move on to the advice section i did there was one, uh like a couple of things i wanted to chat to talk about real quick yes oh yeah for sure topics um the the first one i just wanted to mention was the whole uh aoc <clears throat> streaming on twitch streaming oh on my god twitch. yes i watched i watched some of it i didn't watch all of it but it was uh she streamed among us with pokimane and disguised toast and uh corpse uh and they they all it was all to get the word out uh to vote and, and uh what's her name the rep from minnesota Il Il Ilan Omar? Oh, yeah. Ilan Omar. Yeah. Omar. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was I thought that was interesting. Um I kind of don't know how I feel about it. I watched a couple minutes of it and honestly, it was just I don't know. Like I get I get, I understand the whole trying to connect with the younger generation and that's definitely something that I think politicians should try and do more so that yeah. they're not just these stuffy old men <laughs> that are yeah. like completely out of touch mm -hmm. with like the the future generations. Um, and so I definitely commend that. Um, but like the, the, uh, and granted, I only want, I, I skipped through it just before this, just, just to see a couple little bit of it. And the like five, 10 minutes I watched, it was, I, I could, that's about all I could watch that stream just because, I mean, obviously she's not a streamer. So obviously she's a politician. So it's yeah. just so different <clears throat> and it just felt off seeing a politician trying to stream um, i mean i don't know i think i that's a valid point but like it's also like yeah i mean it's her <laughs> first stream ever what do you no, like what the I, hell I do you expect like that's that's fair but it's also like that's the point that is the, the whole entire point like sorry my, you go ahead james my my thing on it is this um i this is the stance that i take on it i don't know if it has anything to do with her necessarily being like a first-time streamer i think it it does to a degree but i think it has everything to do with her being a politician because like yeah. everybody to a politician that dynamic is like a hot girl to like any guy like their intentions feel so palpable and like on the surface where you're just going to assume that they're like I don't know. I and I'm being really cynical right now, but that's how I feel <laughs> to a degree where it's like when a politician is doing something like that anytime. It's like very rare where and to be fair, I didn't watch it. So I, I don't really know. Like I I'm you know, I'm I'm just speaking from other instances that I've seen people like her or other politicians, any of them do this. But it's just difficult because to, to me their their motivations always feel off they always feel yeah, a little yeah. political and it feels like i kind of know what you're doing so um again again it's not fair i don't i'm gonna say this because i don't want to talk about this on my stream and i don't want to talk about this on rj's podcast because rj isn't here and mm. i don't know how rj feels about politics but we've talked politics before uh, yeah but again like i don't want to talk about this on my stream because yeah, sorry. I, I I just don't want to talk about it. The the, the uh, it's interesting, and I get that. But like again, that is the whole point. Like 
there was an agenda for that. There's no other way around it. She's a politician. She wanted to try something new. She wanted to get people to vote. So she streamed on Twitch. That's it. That's the end of the story. You can feel one way. You can feel the other way. That's the yeah. whole point of the stream. It, like, it doesn't matter if you're interested for more than 10 minutes. You still clicked on for 10 minutes. It doesn't matter if you, like, didn't watch it and you, because you think all politicians have an agenda. Because that's what it was. It was an agenda. And that's, that's it. That's, that's all there is. That's all we have to say about it. And guess, I'm going to move on. I'm yes. going to move on, James. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, then real quick, my other topic that I wanted to mention uh, was, did you see what happens with, uh, oh, shoot, what was the name of the, uh, do, 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 come on, news article. Uh, Purdue Pharma that they uh they lost that big lawsuit or not a lawsuit the government like charged them for all this stuff with the opioid crisis and the government's coming in and breaking them up now. Jesus and Christ! There was I I briefly read the article and I I gotta I gotta read more about what this means. But there were talks about as part of the settlement they have to break their the it provided this gets approved they get they're gonna get like broken up by the government and in some way controlled some aspects controlled by the government and i don't know that just kind of struck me as scary the idea of the government having control of a pharmaceutical supply yeah um yeah. i'm gonna say this again don't want to talk about it on my stream i don't know I, anything about it it's, just, it sounds interesting but again I, like i don't know we can talk about it after like off stream because it, it, it is cool but it's just like one of those hard topics that like Big pharma bad, big government bad. Streamer not willing to talk about it on stream. Sorry, I'm so sorry, guys. That's that's what I got. That's and that's how this episode is gonna go. Cause it cause it is on Twitch. You know what I mean? That's, yeah, that's fair. So again, sorry, Calvin. I mean, we no, it's fine. Cause like we we got all that B roll beforehand. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So we have. We have a ton of content that he can do, and I'm so sorry that you like wanted to talk about these topics. I just can't. I literally just can't. Mm -hmm. Um, and I I hope you understand. I don't mean to get like rude about it or like because again, your guys's uh, opinions are valid. You know what I mean? But like, as a streamer, I just can't. Like, I can't. I cannot. I just can't. Um, so I, I think the only thing that we should do, cause there's a lot of questions for how to be a better buddy. There's a lot of questions that he threw at us. And I think he threw it through a lot of questions at us specifically because he knew I was hosting and he knew I'd skip some questions because some of them well, don't we interest yeah, me. We don't typically hit all of the questions anyways. Are there any, uh, here, let me introduce the segment. Uh, so we did buddies recommend. Uh, so now we're going to go into how to be a better buddy. And this is the one where I introduced it earlier, where we talk shit for like an hour or 30, 45 minutes. Uh, and if, if you get some sort of advice out of it or some humor out of it, like that's great. Great for us. Um, are there any questions that you guys specifically want to start with or should we just go down the list? No, I just go down. Just the list. go for it. Sounds good. Uh, <laughs> Started us strong, RJ. This is, I feel like this is a question specifically for RJ that RJ wants answered. And then he just happens to have a 
platform for it. We said we we're gonna talk shit about him. What do you want from me? <laughs> <laughs> I'm 34 and male. Should I accept the fact that I will be single for the rest of my life? Yes. Honestly, yeah, no. kind of. I mean, no, 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 no. So like, you have to accept that that's a possibility, right? Like, you have to be okay with that happening, and then. If it happens, yeah, I guess. Oh no, oh well, Sag. Uh, but if it, like, that's, that's the, where all the possibilities really open up, is if you're okay with being alone. And, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, James... I mean, if you define your life and purpose by your relationship, it's not gonna end well anyways. <laughs> well, no, uh, I think that's where we derive meaning, is our relationships, you know? Our friendships are, you know, well, just yeah, the I guy mean, we talk... I mean more of like uh, a year of relationship status I, I i know what you meant but i'm like you have to be okay with nothing happening right you have to be okay with well you have to be okay with not having any friends right because people can leave like at any time it, it, you you gotta be okay with having you know a, a tiff with uh your you gotta be okay with like shutting your friends down when they want to talk about politics on your stream <laughs> like like you just gotta uh, i i think yeah james go ahead yeah it's definitely um it's just one of those things where uh i don't ever think you should like settle like i think one of the worst reasons to get into a relationship is like well i guess this is what i have to do now um or like i guess they're all right okay like i'm not saying you should feel this like burning like fiery like wag like wagnerian like german opera passion for somebody but like i really do think um if you just haven't found the right person yet like just keep just keep looking like and don't you know, like don't get involved in something a because you feel like this is what you should do or especially be because you feel like oh well um loneliness is like one of the worst reasons to get into a relationship because it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't go away like it, it just won't um it, it'll be abated for a little while in the same way where if you like hork down a whole bag of like lace potato chips like, <laughs> you won't be you won't be hungry like for a bit but it'll come back why well, you have to um, attack so me like that first of all dude i've done that so many times like those kettle chips are dangerous um oh man yeah like i i i would just say like it's definitely one of those things where everyone talks about it but it's really hard to actually live it where you know everyone wants to find that person where it's not just like the lovey-dovey but it's like a true genuine bond between you and another person and i think like just kind of waiting and being patient but also not necessarily being passive um is like kind of the way to go like definitely work on yourself like take some time if you're alone like work maybe work on cooking or figure out how to clean something the best way you can stream on walks. twitch stream wait on twitch wait a minute work on <laughs> wait. Work, work, work on shit you know, that, like work on you and genuinely work on you. And it's dangerous because we can use those things as distractions instead of like uh, ways to improve, like genuinely improve. Um, kind of like uh, how Dan Harmon would say that like everything's a story, like everything, no matter what you do from like waking up the morning to like cleaning your rug is like the hero's journey. Like you're setting out to go and do something and then you do it. Um, Hell so yeah. It's, it's, 
it's like that idea where it's like you can find meaning in a lot of stuff. So just to think that you might only find it in another person um, is uh, is dangerous and it's going to be harmful to both you and them. So it's one of those things where you got to kind of balance it out. Like, again, just, you know, be patient, but don't be passive. I guess that's my best advice. Hell yeah. Uh, is there anything you wanted to add, Calvin, or? No, that's about it. Awesome. So, yeah, I guess just be okay with uh, being alone and don't settle and don't get into a relationship just because you are feeling alone. Um, the next question is, what do you mean by success? And I don't, I mean, I could answer this, but like the answer always changes, right? Because it depends on your goals. Yeah, I mean, I think that's the point, though, is the fact that it does always change. Um, I mean, because you're always reevaluating your life, kind of what matters to you as you grow and change. Mm -hmm. And some things you realize don't actually matter that much. And what you once thought as being your goal or purpose can change. So hitting that isn't success to you anymore. Yeah, I would say, like, it's always good, I think, to have some kind of genuine, like, abstract goal that you're orienting yeah. yourself towards that can lead to, like, a a kind of, like, tangible outcomes. Like, Cal, like, you've talked before about how you want to, like, move to Japan or something mm -hmm. like that. And that's, like, a goal. That's, like, a real, for now, it's in the abstract, but it's, like, you kind of orient yourself around that. And you're, like, thinking, like, well, where would I want to live? Like, let me really research this. And then, like, but, you know, how should I learn the language? And like, maybe I should read some of the books or, you know, watch more of their movies or like, I should talk to more Hello? people. In the, it's like, James, even, question? Yeah. Question really. Have you met Calvin? That's literally all he does is no, research Japan and watch like, movies about Japan. And, you know, and that's, what I'm, that's what I'm saying, though. It's like knowing, but like fully cementing like that goal is like, I'm going to do these things working towards a progress, be like a progressive goal. Because that's how I, this is how I want to arrive in Japan. Um, you know, this is who I want to be by the time I get there. Um, and it's, that's like, didn't finish like that. your thought, but you, you did remind me of something off topic I want to hit real fast. Sure. Yeah. No, yeah no, go no, ahead. No. Go ahead. Okay. Um, so, speaking of the Japan thing, part of like my goal for that is I've just taken up studying Japanese again because I kind of uh, fell off it and I'm on and off because it, it's so hard to study a language on your own. Yeah, I, I suck mm -hmm. at self-studying anything a language duolingo real. man but <laughs> duolingo for japanese has some issues um but so I'm, I'm trying to study kanji again which is their writing system the really complex chinese characters so yes. i'm going at it a different way anyways i found this website that does mnemonics now i've always heard like mnemonics they're so they're like a really great way to learn they help you memorize stuff i've never really given them a shot because the whole idea of learning a different word to remember a word never made sense to me. Um, like, why would I learn one thing in order to learn something else? Like, it, it just seems like extra steps. Um, but I figured I'd, I should just actually give it a shot because people talk about it. And this website, so they're doing, for some of the simple basic components of kanji, so they're mnemonic. I, I was looking at it and I was reading it, and it's a straight horizontal line. It means one. Um, but their mnemonic to remember it is because it builds other kanji is ground, and to remember that it means um, that it the, the mnemonic is ground and that the meaning is one. 
This is their demonic. Laying on the ground is something that looks just like the ground. The number one. Why is the one? Why is this one lying down? It's been shot by the number two. It's lying there, bleeding out and dying. The number one doesn't have long to live. To remember the meaning of one, imagine yourself there at the scene of the crime. You grab one in your, in your arms, trying to prop it up, trying to hear its last words. Instead, it just splatters some blood on your face. Who did this to you, you ask? The number one points weakly, and you see number two running off into an alleyway. He's always been jealous of number one, and knows he could be number one now that he's taking out the real number one. It's so hardcore. And then there's like a whole other paragraph to remember how to pronounce it. Because you say Ichi. So they were saying like, oh, it sounds like Itchy. And there's this whole paragraph about how you're like holding one's body. You start feeling Itchy and you're just like uncontrollably writhing on the ground. And it's just like, holy crap. It's honestly, that's not a bad idea because it's like, it is ridiculous, but you'll probably remember yeah, it. Too, yeah, and, that. And, that, and I get that's the point of mnemonics. Yeah. And obviously they wrote that whole paragraph because it is so crazy. They don't expect you to remember that whole paragraph. They remember, they expect you to remember ground, one, Pardon. and that ichi is how you pronounce yeah. it. So I get that. Um, but just, and I get the whole paragraph is just to drill it into your head of like, man, what was that crazy thing about a body? Oh yeah, one. one. And then you can remember it. But I just, I just read that and I was like, that's way more intense than I was expecting. That's awesome. That's that's a like that's a really smart technique, and that's like a cool like more creative way that I've heard of like mnemonics mm -hmm. being done. Because normally it's just like one. It looks like a. It looks like a worm. Worm kind of yeah. has the one sound in it, so remember it that way. So, and it's yeah. like crazy. And there's bits cool. and there's bits of that, like because they say yeah. like, oh, it's a horizontal line. It's the ground. It's like you're standing on it. There's um one that's uh, let me think. It's just two slashes next to each other, and they're like, oh, it looks like fins. So the mnemonic is fin and okay. like stuff like that. So there is still some of that, but it's like those paragraphs that in then incorporate those mnemonics to help you remember them. It was just like, whoa, geez. That's well, cool. uh, the reason mnemonics work is because that's how your brain remembers things is mm -hmm. the associations that you have in your brain. So if you associate what you're learning with something you already know, like ground, that's that's why it helps. And then that crazy story just it's so out there that like if you remember just like number one shooting or number two shooting number one like that's that's hilarious and now he can be number one because he, he and now they're all itchy you know i don't know but that's awesome that you're starting to do the do the uh japanese stuff again like that that that's what success means is like you just find these things that you want to focus on you want to you want to you want to attain and then you would you either uh, attain it or you don't but it's okay if you don't attain it because you can always shift that goal you know you can always shift your orientation and change your definition of success yeah that's true sorry i had to bring it back from number two shooting number one yeah. lying on the ground um uh next question is my mom went grocery shopping without me today what can i do about this is that a question? Wait. Yeah, just be okay with it. <laughs> just, <yeah. laughs> Probably all right. <laughs> Somehow, I think you'll survive. You know what? Ever since I moved out, my mom has been grocery shopping without me, like, for 
like all the time, man. And like, what can I do about that? Was the question that I slipped in there? Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't know, dude. Like, I don't even go grocery shopping in general because of the pandemic. Like, I just order groceries and they just come. So, oh, the future, Mark. The future. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They just leave it at the door and I pick it up. Look at that. No contact. Just masks. That's the way to do it. Uh. All right, that was an easy question. Next question. Do you think it would be a good idea to buy a 10-year-old an iPhone? Fuck no. no. Get no. The, get that shit out of here. Fuck that. No. I think I think it is we're we're getting more and more to a point where it is actually kind of necessary for younger kids to have a phone. However, yeah. I think honestly, if I ever have kids, um and I will probably give them a phone a little bit younger than I got one, but I will force them to have a flip phone yeah, because no, it's going to be like, you have, you, I'll, I will allow you to have a phone, um, but it's just so that you can uh, communicate with me because I, I mean, I'm a big believer in technology and I think technology is like definitely super beneficial, especially even for like younger kids and helping their learn and development. But I do think people tend to just kind of chuck technology at kids and be like, here, let this distract you for four hours so I don't have to deal with you. I mean, uh, I'm going to be devil's advocate here because that's like the whole entire point of like toys in general and uh, no, like I, having them play outside. Uh, but like also the, 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 the pros about having a iPhone over a flip phone is you can, and I, I'm not saying you should, do this for this reason but it's just so much easier to put like a like a track tracking app on there and I, no 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 i'm not i look i know that there's some heavy heavily like mixed connotations with that right because like yeah. it's it, it's it, it goes from like protective to like overprotective real quick but we're we also live in a scary world where like if you know like yeah. If I have the option, like one more option of keeping my child safe, I'm gonna do it. No matter how yeah. crazy I look, no matter how like quote unquote overprotective I am, like. And then when when they're like you know twelve or thirteen, then I'll be like, okay, enough with the tracking app. Like I trust you. You know, like you're over at a friend's house. I trust you. Sleepover. That's fine. But like, I think we should get away from the idea that. Like Calvin, you sit at your computer like sixteen hours a day. Like, how are how are you gonna? No, you're right. You're right. But but my point is when the the kids are younger, um, mm -hmm. if they want to grow up and then they decide that, and then once they have had that development, um, away from technology, then yeah. And I think there are issues of me sitting at my desk sixteen hours a day. I I'm trying to change that. I try and work in ways of forcing myself to limit my technology because I do spend all day sitting at a computer and then I come home and then I sit at a computer. And I do think that's bad for me. Um, and I have noticed like obvious health things that have gone down because of that. Right. Um, but I, I mean, I think it's more for the whole 10 year old aspect of it that was getting me. So like when I grew up, I had like a PlayStation, all that stuff, but I was allowed 30 minutes of technology a day. I had an egg timer and me and my sister would sit in my room. We would turn the egg timer for 30 minutes. I would sit there, play Spiral for 30 minutes. It would go off. My sister would sit there, play Spiral for 30 minutes. It'd go off. And we were done. 
That's all we were allowed to play on, on our council during the day. And then we had to go outside and do something else. We had to read. We could we could stay inside and do other things, but we we couldn't just sit on our butts all night staring at a TV screen. And I do think that's important to make sure because that's what has allowed me to be able to distract myself without technology. And the fact that I can just like when I'm camping and stuff, I don't feel this constant urge of like, oh my God, I'm away from my technology. Yeah. It's because yeah. it's like, eh, it's whatever. I really enjoy technology. I think it's highly beneficial and I do do it, use it every day. Um, but I can function without it. I took, I took like a walk in the woods, like last weekend, like I went, uh, or a couple weekends ago, like I went for a walk, um, <laughs> on this trail near me. And it was like, it's the nicest thing. Um, and I'm kind of in the same position where it's like, when I'm at my job, like I'm on the computer, like, I hate it. I hate being, I hate, like, I hate yeah. the internet so much. Like, I love it, <laughs> but I also, I also just fucking hate it. Cause I think it's, it, it has been like in the same way that like we called television, the boob tube or whatever, like it, that word is so inadequate to describe like how fucked the internet <laughs> has made like genuine discourse because yeah. issues yeah. that we like, it seems like people have forgotten that like there is genuinely something outside of it because everyone is spending so much time. Like, I'm not trying to sound like a boomer or whatever. Like, yeah. <laughs> okay. Boomer. Like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <Most> Got him. <laughs> I'm a meme. <laughs> yeah. most, uh, I don't know. Like, it seems like most it's sad. Like most human interaction, at least in the States is probably happening. Not face to face. Right now, like we've crossed the threshold in like history, and I think it's definitely like phones and TVs and computers were meant as tools; they weren't meant as like surrogate like pods to to live yeah. in. Like, and, yeah, and I think I do like I do agree like some of the the safety stuff, but I also agree like I think I would probably just get my kid like a flip phone, and I would probably try and emphasize like because my biggest issue with an iPhone, the internet in general, it's like, it's very passive. You don't have to do a whole lot of like mental work to kind of like take in all the content that's out there. Whereas something like going outside and playing or even just playing with blocks indoors or reading is like, there's a, there's a, an act and a motivation of like self play and just kind of more proactivity there that I think is like pretty valuable. And I think if like, I gave my kid like an iPhone. I just would, it's weird. I would trust them less if I had, if I'd given them an iPhone than, yeah. you know, like, cause they, they might be like fine with it, but at the same time, I've got no idea where they're fucking going like on the internet. And there's a part of me where like, maybe that's the more paranoid, paranoid side of me for sure is like, there's some places on the internet I really don't want my kid going. Into. Yeah, it's like, like I've seen the dark places. Yeah, internet, and well, I mean, I would not want those okay, but stumbling into those places. I'm, I'm again, I'm gonna say this: your kids are gonna have your genes, and therefore probably your smarts. You know what I mean? So like, yeah, yeah. but I think we can at least try and delay it. No, 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 yeah, but like. Yeah. <laughs> But one often meets their destiny on the path they take to avoid it. You know, just l get get a little kung fu panda in there. I guess all I'm saying is, at least if if you're the one who, like, it, it, that's always a conversation you can have with them, right? Is 
the dangers of the internet like you can talk about it with them the same way you're talking about it with me because they'll most they probably won't understand but like like they won't understand at first but that like it's an ongoing conversation you know what i mean and just bestowing upon them that level of trust by giving them an iphone because to me from an outside looking in it's it's two two ways right you you don't trust them you don't trust them for what they're searching on the internet and you don't trust the internet for the effect that it'll have on your kid and when you can bridge that gap very easily by just talking you know i almost i almost view it in the same way as honestly i view like recreational drugs like i like it's that it's seriously it's like i think i know exactly how you view that's my thing with it where it's it's less of like a an inherent trust um in them as a person and it's more like i have seen this thing do really bad shit to people who are like way older and smarter than me uh and i'm not going to like make you shoulder that burden right away but i also agree where it's like i'll probably have a home computer like i'll have a desktop and they can Mm -hmm. go online there so it's not like i'm not going to be one of those people who's like no internet like lock them in a tower like no outside i don't know man you're you're getting close you're getting close to that level of cynicism Like, I, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not gonna do that. But like, I do think it's important for them to like get a taste of it because you don't want to make it into this like forbidden fruit thing where it's like, right. oh my god, like, you know, it must be amazing. Um, but at the same time, like, I just don't want to give them like in the same for the same reason I wouldn't hand like a ten year old like a pack of cigarettes and be like, I'm gonna trust you. <laughs> like, don't get addicted. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But like. As far as addiction goes, uh, I mean, screen time is probably, like, I'm not going to say it's less bad, but, like, I would rather be addicted to screen time than cigarettes, James. I would, I, hey, I, <laughs> I have gone a couple weeks now without smoking, so I'd like to play hey! You can. Congratulations. I'm going to go back to it. Like, I'm definitely going to go back to it. But, like, because it's fun. Like, I like doing it when I'm out drinking and stuff like that. But I would, I would say, I would probably say some of the worst addictions you can have, like common addictions. I'm not counting like hard drugs in here, but I would say, like, for most people, it would be like cigarettes, alcohol, internet, and then like everything else, like all the other shit, like, like food, weed, all that stuff is below, like, I think those are the big three of our day and age. And I'm really only putting the internet up there because it definitely, we've seen it. Like, and we've probably all individually in our own ways felt its its effects. Like, it can fucking like warp your mind. It can make you like into a totally different person and lead you down rabbit holes. And like, that's a very yeah. quaint phrase for something that is very like genuinely and i hate to use this word but is genuinely like dangerous so i like that's my biggest thing where i'm coming from and obviously like i would like when i have kids i'm definitely going to talk with them like right the internet like awesome like a lot of great art a lot of great writing there's some really great videos out there i wouldn't know half the shit i know right now i wouldn't have been Uh, yeah reading some some stuff like if i hadn't been online but at the same time it is like it's kind of like eating junk food or any other addiction where it's like you have to understand like what it's doing to you. So it's like knowing when to leave is is 
having to push the plate away and say like I'm full um is important, you know. Right. Um, but yeah, like like you were saying, that's a, that's the thing with everything, right? And like yeah. the the easiest way to I don't know how to say it, uh, but like I'm just trying to like close out the segment, close out this yeah. or this 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 question with just sort of like a open-ended sort of like it sort of just all depends on the conversations that you have, right? It all just sort of depends on how open you are with the dangers, right? So, like, you can either shelter your kid by, you know, you know, putting them in that bubble, or yeah. you can just tell them, here it is, like, this is, this is what it is. Well, I mean, there's, like, three ways you could go, right? There's the extreme of sheltering, there's the extreme of just shoving them out like free range. Go do it. <laughs> yeah. Like go on, go grow up, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, and then there's, on. there's the sweet spot where you, you don't hold their hand, but you like make sure they know that there is some amount of personal responsibility involved in everything that you do. You know what well, I mean? Yeah, it's like riding a bike, right? Like you're yeah, you're with absolutely. Them for a little bit, hand on hand on the back and the shoulder, and then you kind of let them go, and then you know, then then eventually they learn exactly. Uh, but if you do that with with everything, then that's 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 what I'm saying. Like you can do that with everything, with the internet, with an iPhone. Um, the next question is why must people eat meat? Further details: Not many people actually go hunting for the meat. Laziness. Just like how cats don't need to hunt for their food. God damn it, RJ. <laughs> they can just lay down and their food gets handed to them. Dash. Under family. I assume that means it was asked under a family category for questions. Um, yeah, just um, pure laziness that people don't actually go hunting for meat. Yeah. <laughs> I would ask the vegetarians then. There are, are they out there in the fields farming their fruits right. and veggies? <laughs> I am not. I, 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 I am not. I am not. I'm a vegetarian still, hundred percent. But I also bet if uh, people weren't so lazy, we definitely have people just like stalking the streets with rifles, hunting uh, <laughs> uh, like squirrels and deer and shit. No, the most fucking... dangerous game, <laughs> man. Man, hasty man. Yeah, yikes! So many different variations. Um, I would say, uh. People, do, I mean, I guess you don't have to eat meat. Like we're omnivores, and the whole point is like you you get to choose. Um, especially as like a rational human being, like you do get to choose. Um, especially in the like modern times where we have yeah. so much access to so much stuff. Yep. Uh, yeah, just uh, and and definitely take advantage of that before the collapse happens. Whether <laughs> oh, okay, so ten years, ten years from now. I will, I will say Ooh, ten years. That's optimistic. I will say I misunderstood this question. I was like, oh, why must people eat meat? Like, oh. like, but but then reading it, I was I was conf I was completely confused. I had no idea what the further details had to do with the question because I was like, oh. Why must people eat meat? They don't even go hunting for the meat. That's crazy. That's lazy. And I was like, oh, it's just, it's just like, why, why must people eat meat if, like, they, you know, oh, if there's I, I, vegetarian I, options? Like, if, if, if you had, to, if you don't have to work for any of your food, why would you 
eat meat when you could just go vegetarian for like no hassle like that's i think that's what the question is meant see i was laughing about the question too hard to actually think about it but now that i think about it the... i was i was reading it as someone who's like anti oh. and anti people eating me and anti like killing animals that's how i was interpreting the question as the person was like asking like oh why do people have to do that like they're not the ones out going killing it. it's like because that, that's an argument you hear a lot is like oh if you can't go out and kill an animal then you shouldn't be hunting me or hunting yeah. you shouldn't be eating me which i don't know that i agree with so I mean, there's, how a, there's a point there but i don't know are they phrasing this then i, I think I don't I, know. <laughs> here i think that it, it's specifically somebody who's like if if you had if in a world where you do none of the food gathering yourself right you don't farm you don't hunt mm. and you had the choice to eat meat or not why do you choose to eat meat when it's the same like sort of activation energy as going vegetarian right because oh, meat is good yeah, yeah, exactly. I think that's the answer. It's like, I, I think James said it perfectly. People just have the choice to eat meat, yeah. and it tastes good. They're going to do it. There's actually a lot of nutritional things that meat has that we need as humans that you don't get on a just plant diet. And I know because I have to take supplements for all of those nutrients that I do not get. Um, well, and the same, I mean, the same can be said too, because there are some people who are like, ah, fuck that, I'm gonna do the opposite. They tried to do the cardboard diet, and it's like, <laughs> yeah, that doesn't work. Yeah, there's nutrition that, like, you're not getting with that either. So it's like, uh, it's definitely a balancing act. Um, you, you can do either one. Uh, I mean, I do, but... I do the, the plant only uh, diet. Like I said, there's, yeah. there are supplements, but like, it, it just, I, th I think just because it's it's one of those like baby questions that are just like, you know, like yeah. you shouldn't eat meat. And I, me as a vegetarian, I'm not like that because I'm from a family. I'm from Wisconsin. Like, <laughs> like I choose to eat vegetarian because I've just done it for a while now. You know what I mean? It's and it like and with the advent of just ordering my food on like my groceries on the internet all i have to do is click two buttons because it saves my order like and i have the same so all i had to Honestly, do is just eat the same food every week <laughs> well, I do that. okay but like i make different things with it right because like no, no, that's fair that's fair but like what uh, from the, a nutritional point of view like if i know i'm getting the nutrients that i need by just eating those foods and i'm i know exactly how much money i'm spending just buying those foods and then of course i i, I eat like takeout every once in a while <laughs> but like yeah. it if i'm spending the exact same amount of money on uh what i buy every week or every two weeks and i enjoy eating the foods that i make does it get stale like a lot yes but like i know i'm at least healthy about it you know what i mean yeah yeah. I do I do the exact same thing. Like I, I have like a very set list of ingredients that I get and I, I don't even go the extra mile that you're going for. Chicken eggs like, and rice. Again, I don't use rice anymore. <laughs> I, just use, I just use vegetables. So I have chicken, sunny side up eggs, and then yeah. like lettuce, <laughs> onions, peppers, um, and then I'll have like apples and peanut butter and stuff like that for snacks or whatever. 
I'll buy yeah. some bread or some nuts, but like that's like you it. literally have changed in two years. Honestly, it sounds yeah. Dude. I mean, I would honestly, when it comes to diet, you should be doing research, no matter what you eat. Like if you're a keto person or a paleo person or the other end where you're vegan and like or you know whatever you are you need to do uh research into what you're eating because diet is a very large part of not only physical health but mental health and just your energy levels in general so and that might be some of your problem too calvin is not just the staring at a screen is the 3 a.m cookies <laughs> that was the first time I did that in like two months. That's hard. No, 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 no. But like, yeah, I just wanted to. We made fun of RJ. Also, also they showed up and they didn't have the ice cream. I, <laughs> I was quite upset, and they gave me the wrong cookies. I'm never ordering them from, from them. Should allow. They should allow mercy killings for uh, like botched delivery orders. You should be able to quite literally mercy kill the. Uh, oh my order. god. That's a little I, extreme. Okay, but I feel like that segues perfectly into the next question. Uh, Does I, it not? I do think it's a little bit shorter, though, because it is about wrap-up time. Oh, that's fine. No, I mean... Real fast. Yeah, that's yeah. fine. We got we got two more questions. It's, this one's going to be an easy one, and then the next one we can finish out on. Um, do unintelligent people have the right to happiness? I feel like they're the only ones that are truly happy. That I mean, is true, and that's probably that the, the person who wrote this is probably bitter as fuck. That's what I'm <laughs> like. That's what. Why is that stupid person so much happier than I am? Do unintelligent people have the right to happiness? And then people like us who are bored get RJ to <laughs> put this question on our list of questions to answer. Also, I'd like to point out that like we're all. Uh, unintelligent to somebody smarter than us. So, like, yeah, I, I don't, <laughs> you know what I mean. Like, we're all that. Dumb no, guy. really. Wait, you must oh, be a hell of a lot smarter than I am. Why are more people happy? Well, th that's a good. I think it's honestly one of the issues too is like the idea that you either to be like happy you have to be like dumb or to be intelligent you have to be like unhappy. Like those are two <laughs> things that can obviously coexist. Um. Yeah. The idea that like oh only the ignorant are truly blissful. It's like I don't know about that. I, I think yeah. there are probably some smart people who are like doing fine, but the issue comes in like correlating those two. So it's like, well, in order to be happy, I should be smart or I, I would have to be pretty stupid to be happy. Um, but it's like, no man, not to be all whatever, but it's like it comes from inside. Yeah, this is this is like this I feel like answering this question is the exact debate surrounding Rick and Morty, right? You know what I mean? Like the people who enjoy it are super smart. You just don't get it, right? But the people who are dumb are just like, ha ha ha, comedy, you know? Like I've said it before I've said it before too. Like the issue with Rick and Morty is the fact that it began as something that was kind of under everyone's radar. So there was a cohort of like fans uh of dan Harmon from like community right glommed on to it like immediately and because it was kind of like quote unquote like indie i mean i'm using that with the heaviest quotations possible like they got re really into it um and not just because of like i think not just because of like oh it's like nihilistic and uses like little bits of like smart humor or whatever but also because it was like dan Harmon. 
people started that's where kind of the genesis of that feeling where it's like you just don't get it like you don't get dan like we do or whatever because he's got his own little like cult following going on there but i um do think that's a decent debate it's like i i i don't know i think it's pretty telling of the show too when it like depicts like the the happiest ricks is like some of the dumbest ones where it's like i don't know about that simple like, rick <laughs> simple rick, simple rick. <laughs> well i think i actually think simple rick is like the perfect example right because he is still as smart as the other ricks well okay but I, generally right because it's yeah. it, we can debate about how smart it was to get captured by the other ricks and put right. into that machine but <laughs> like sometimes you just have to choose happiness right mm-hmm. you have to you have to choose something that makes you happy and you gotta you gotta go for it and it's the same thing about like the success question like oh, yeah. that can that can change right you can like and it's okay to not be happy right it's not okay like it's okay to be upset it's okay to be sad it's okay to hate the world sometimes because you know sometimes the world just sucks but yeah, i mean I, I think too like because I, I totally agree with that. I think one of the difficulties is like thinking, even like trying to cast for ourselves, like, well, I'll probably be happy tomorrow or I'll do this, or like holding it kind of as like if you're working towards like happiness as your goal, that's very poorly defined. Um, in the same right. way where like if you ask somebody like, What do you want to do when you grow up? and they're like, I want to be successful. And you're like me too buddy me too yeah you might want to (laughs) narrow that down like um so it's it's difficult because uh it like you've said it's it's variable it changes and um it's also like that's where it helps to have something like an idea of success or happiness that you want to like achieve that is like feasible for you because there are going to be times where you like struggle and quite frankly where you're just not going to be as like happy as you you used to be um not even by a long shot and to have something that just like hides you over to a degree to have like an activity or to have some kind of passion that you can kind of work on i think is important um i think it helps like it helps make meaning out of the parts of your life that if if weren't able to kind of like not rationalize them but like use them in some way they would just it would feel like pointless right and that's what true nihilism sets in is yeah nothing has any meaning this is dumb like what is the point of living reality is fucked like i don't even understand (laughs) what's going on um and it's like human beings really do need some kind of like thing to orient themselves towards um i'm gonna i'm gonna cut you off just a tiny bit because you're starting to like you're you're starting to like repeat (laughs) but with different words. And what you said was a perfect segue into the last question. So I'm going to ask Calvin if he has anything to opine on. But like I said, I think that's the... Uh, No, but this one we should probably go a little bit faster on because RJ is going to kill us if it goes much longer. No, we're we're literally at an hour right now because we had 16 minutes of bullshit before we even started the episode. I thought we were including that. We are including it, but like... We're at a, we're at an hour sixteen minutes for total time, so that that's not really a terrible, you know. I mean, it's a little bit longer, but let's yeah, okay, let's go. 
Excuse me, sir, who is the host here? I don't me. Know. Maybe you should do a better job at it. What are you talking <laughs> about? I, I just need to, I just need to, I, I, I feel bad because James literally always talks and I don't know where to come in. You just gotta, you just gotta jump in. And like, right, James, I'll shut the fuck up. <laughs> ah! No, 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 no. James, you're doing great. But speaking of passion projects, the last question, and then, sorry, RJ, you're going to have to do a little bit of editing on this one. Who knew? Um, how do I handle my daughter running a business out of my home? Further details, my daughter does not have her own place as she recently moved out because she is divorcing her husband. She's 30 and is living here until she gets back on her feet. We have a very luxurious kitchen, and it's been remodeled, and she said it would uh, be perfect for her cooking segments. Recently, she's been trying to start a cooking business on YouTube and a cooking blog to generate income. She's been using my kitchen every day for multiple hours. I miss having my kitchen to myself. Any advice? And... Kick your daughter to the curb. No, 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 no. No. Uh, no, I think... I mean, it would solve one of your problems. I mean, that is one, one option. But I think this ties in with what James was saying for the happiness, for finding a passion project. Because she's literally going through a divorce and you want to, like, kick her out because she's using your kitchen too much? Like, what? What? No. Don't do that, please. I think... Uh, and I think this ties in with what I was saying earlier for, like, buying the 10-year-old an iPhone, right? Like, it, it, it's all in the conversations that you have. Like, first of all, what, what is she doing with the food that she makes? Like, is she, is she just making it for herself or is she cooking for you guys? Like, is she cooking for you while using your kitchen? Because um, I was going to get more personal with this one because this is a uh this one sort of hits hit home for me just because i'm a content creator and you know i started doing my twitch stuff because you know my irl life was not not great you know what i mean so for me it just sort of hurts to see this level of lack of support from a parental figure because it hits so close to home that I feel like I would be too biased to give advice other than like suck it up I guess I don't know like talk to her find a schedule where you can use the kitchen she can use the kitchen but at the end of the day like she is going through a lot and she's trying to make it better by doing something that she obviously loves doing and obviously she learned it from you because you love doing the kitchen stuff too like maybe you guys could do it together you know what i mean like i don't know that's that's my take on it i don't want to get i i calvin you gotta go to bed soon i think right because it's 8 30 oh, james <laughs> oh yeah james also has james is an early boy um, but you, you guys asked to keep this short, so that's what I have to say uh, specifically about this without getting too deep into my own personal life. <laughs> like, yeah. I will, I will try and be uncharacteristically succinct. Um, I agree. We, we appreciate that. You're welcome. Set a schedule, 
um figure out a way that she could contribute if she's making food like maybe she can all like cook a dinner and that can be what you guys eat um that night or something like that um i think too it really depends if this is if she's been like really into cooking for a long time like that's endemic of maybe a larger passion that could really develop into something if she's working at it and if not that's fine too um it might just be something she's doing right now to kind of cope with uh the loss during the divorce um which means just uh like you said like matt you know be understanding but um it is your kitchen you don't need to get like too pushed around but you gotta like you got to understand where she's where she's coming from. So I think like just setting those kinds of like ground rules. Hey, I want to use the kitchen at these times. And uh, maybe I could maybe I could do a guest spot coming on uh, your your YouTube channel. Um, that'd be cool. So that's what I would say. And Calvin, any uh, closing thoughts on supportive uh, or not supportive parents? Eh, I don't know. I didn't really read it as them being that unsupportive. I mean, if that's what they are saying is that they're like, gosh, she's your daughter and she's like taking my kitchen and it sucks. It's like, yeah, well, if she's your daughter, you can support her, support her a bit more than that. Um, yeah. But I can also, I mean, there's something to be said that like, they're 30. I mean, the divorce is obviously going to be hard. There's varying stages. Yeah. Maybe it's, um, she's not having that hard of a time of it, or maybe it's destroying her so yeah you should definitely be supportive and you kind of suck it up like you were saying it is your kid you got to help him out um but i mean if she's got like a plan to kind of get on her own feet eventually and get out and stuff as long as she's not expecting that she can just mooch off of her parents and like not have to deal with her other stuff then i think there's an issue but yeah i don't know i mean it's it, well it's the same sort of question or same sort of addiction stuff that we were talking about earlier right like it's it's you you know you 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 put your hand on the back you straighten out the handlebars and you know they either you know you let them go and they either crash or you know they start riding and then they you know ride with the neighbor kids and they ride with you know you know they ride to the park and they go somewhere else to ride their bike you know what i mean and you don't, you know, it, it, it's just that sort of journeys that they have to like go on by themselves. And if they're doing that while they're dealing with their divorce and while they're looking to not use your kitchen, like more power to them. Right. But we've had the question previously on previous episodes of, you know, I'm X years old and I still live with my parents or like my child is X years old and they still live with me. Like. How do I handle this? And I think the, the answer that I've always stuck to is like, they're your kid. Like, I, I, I mean, me, I feel like when I'm a parent, I, I would do like everything or, or anything for my kid that I need to do to help them get through whatever. You know what I mean? And yeah. especially since the the very first thing that was said is she's divorcing her husband. And then the very second thing that was said was her age is just like, I don't know. It, it just sort of hurts that the age is a quantifier for how much support you should give your child. You know yeah, what I mean? It's a, it's, a, it's a fine line because for both people, for, for the kid to be like, you want someone, no matter how old they are, like you as a parent, you have an obligation. That's the obligation you made when you had them, like to take care of right. them and be there for them. At the same time, sometimes take caring 
being there for somebody that means training them to let go and handle their own stuff and mm-hmm. it doesn't mean like abandoning them um but it also doesn't mean like totally like kind of how we were talking about before like over parenting like helicopter type stuff right um, and it's the same thing for like a kid especially because she's not a kid she's she is the you know this person's daughter but she's also a grown woman um and it's that must be a really really hard time i've i've obviously seen people go through divorce so it's it's not easy um for anybody and i think uh it can be dangerous uh for the kid because you want to back up on your feet but it can definitely i know from having lived with like my parents after college like during corona and stuff like that like it can become really easy to just kind of delay like your dreams and just say like well the reason i'm not getting anything done is because i'm not like is because i'm living at home right now and it's like if you don't have a plan to get out and like back up on your feet like and right you know like eventually you have to leave like eventually you yeah. have to go but your parents shouldn't be like ah you've been here about two weeks you're probably over the divorce by now right right <laughs> like right right right, right. <laughs> yeah. no so i think because strangely enough like with how much of a like how different these questions are it seems like they all our answers have all have the same theme you know what i mean it's very much uh and i'm gonna try to sum it up uh just as an end of the episode thing and uh you know just closing thoughts kind of thing um just so we can get out of here and RJ doesn't yell at us for going too long and uh, Calvin doesn't yell at us because he needs to go to bed or James needs to go to bed or I stay up till 6am every night so it doesn't matter for me how long this goes I could talk to my microphone and my camera for ages and my Twitch chat would be like yeah hi <laughs> like, but um I think the theme is that you should always plan you should always have a goal and you should always be flexible with that plan, with that goal. And if you see somebody else with that plan, with that goal, you should be supportive to the point. You should be supportive, but at a distance, right? You should be supportive to the point where you want to see them succeed and you will help them succeed, but it's not at a detriment to your own plan and to your own goal towards success and happiness right like that's i i think that's what the overarching theme is of this episode right and you guys can correct me if i'm wrong uh james i'll let you go first wait no 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 wait 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 calvin i'll let you go first calvin i'll let you go first because then i can cut it i can cut james off by just stopping the recording (laughs) i don't don't know i don't know that i have much more to say okay i think you pretty much nailed all the points okay and then James. Yeah, I would say like just really find something you want to do and then just do it. Um and really like really pursue it. Um you don't have to make it like a total focal point of your life. There's more to life than just like what you're picking out, but just pick something and go for it. Like make make your adventure. Find your horizon. Adventure is out there. Adventure is out there. Alright, thanks. Uh thank you. Uh Calvin and thank you James for joining me. Uh thank you to RJ for asking me to uh guest host and stream it this week. Uh the week before the big one year 
uh hopefully i get invited back for that because i i mean i wouldn't i wouldn't be upset or anything but no but seriously this has been this has been this has been a great year for for rj i well for for better buddies i guess could just that it's hit that sort of mark um oh you know what we have to do uh we have to say thank you to problem of interest for letting us use their song calvin that's what? your cue Living in the moment? Yeah. Living in the moment. Oh, in the moment. Yes. Uh, for, for letting us use that for an entire year now. That's crazy. And also, we also have to link uh, socials. So uh, Twitter would be BetterBudCast at BetterBudCast. Um, Gmail. I don't remember the Gmail off the top of my head. It might. I, yeah, I don't remember the Gmail. But you can hit us up on the Twitter for sure is at BetterBudCast. You can submit any sort of questions if you need something on the advice or if you just want us to talk about something, send us your fan art, your hate fan art, or uh, anything that you feel like yelling at us about how awesome or terrible we did. Yeah, or you could join uh, the, uh, the Mob of Positivity uh, hashtag uh or uh the hydration nation whatever you guys want to be called uh when you join the www.twitch.tv slash maddie underscore misplays family there we go shameless plug for me um uh, i have a discord and there's a better buddy section on the discord uh where you can submit all of that stuff as well and rj handles uh that entire section of yep. of the discord um but yeah, fan art, questions, uh, send us your hate mail. Send me your hate mail. Tweet at me at uh, Matt underscore. Oh, no, that's my real last name. Never mind. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> my real last name. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, whisper me on Twitch, I guess, then, because that one's fine. Yeah. Uh, it just with suggestions, I'll make sure. RJ gets those, uh, but seriously, I'm gonna I'm gonna say it right now. Thanks for almost a year of listening and supporting, and just I mean, we we're literally just a group of friends that just started shooting shit at a microphone, and not to get too gushy or go too long, but yeah, thank you. <laughs> too late. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, that's it. Lastly. Do you remember how to close it? Yeah, be a better buddy. All right. Uh, so one thirty-two is where I'll cut the. Yeah. Um... <laughs> okay. Kill us. Okay. It's it's oh, well. literally almost a year. Like what? I'm so sorry that the 51st episode is longer. Oh, I didn't I didn't plug my 24-hour charity stream. Hmm. Oh shit. 24-hour charity stream on Halloween starting 6 p.m. CST on the, on the 30th. 30th. Not yeah. <laughs> on the 30th because if I went right if I went from the first 
or the 31st to the 1st, it would be 25 hours, and I would actually die. 